0: Ladies and gentlemen. It's the decades-long Sydney institution that puts sport front and centre. Oh, in 2023. Absolutely brilliant. Here comes the, Ready you now. This motley crew are taking another lap around the park, figuratively. They're not doing any more cardio than they need to these days. Would you put your hands together? Iron together. Woman, Candice Warner. Racing Royalty, Richard Friedman. And a self-proclaimed former soccer prodigy, Brendan Anakin. I it's the port of call for all the big names from every code. It is Saturday, 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 Saturday. Triple M's dead set
1: legends. So welcome back. <sighs> good morning. What? Yes, Richard, oh, Candace, talk Rita, about, you just start a bunch. Nah, thing, talk a yourselves. I'm a bit glum today. Why? I've been... Do you really want to know?
2: Yeah. I could no. be here a while. No. no, you know what? Really, I don't want to know, but go of on. The
1: main thing? Yeah. I've been at the top of the NRL tipping comp here at work for... What are we... Nine, nine rounds? Eight rounds as of last week. I was leading that thing and then last round happened. Last week happened. And here, here are the games I got wrong and this is why I'm glum. Okay? Panthers got beaten on the bell. I can't tip against Penrith. Penrith are my team. The other game was the Knights. They went really close against the Cowboys. They lost by two points. Another two-point they game should have won that, that game. they should have won. And then uh, the other game I lost. I was uh, I backed the Titans, and you might remember uh, the Titans were up twenty-six 0 That's right. And they also lost by two points. Capitulated in that second half against the Dolphins. Yes. Now to add uh, salt to my wounds, Kim Bradish in the newsroom managed to tip a perfect round. And now Kim Bradish is above me on the NRL tipping ladder. And then an email went out like, oh, congratulations, Kim, it's good to see you on top of the ladder. But where was my email? For eight months, uh, for eight rounds. I think there's about three minutes 48 I'm not getting back.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, Richard, you read, give me five. Give me five. And now I'm I panicking. I thought the uh, exact same I'm thing. I'm sitting
2: here thinking, this is it. When's it going to wrap up? When's, when's this ever going to end? Are you serious? Yeah. That's the worst start to a, a radio show. Are you serious? I, I
3: think you. Happy Saturday, listeners. Can you not feel my pain? I feel your pain. my gloom. I don't want
2: to
1: feel your pain. Okay. Well, that's
3: not I what I was expecting.
2: expecting. I feel pain coming. I come with here my for support every Saturday. I
1: come here for some support. There's been some Nothing. great games of footy for some free therapy. I no. know. And you're not you. Okay, that's how it's going to be. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's yeah. get to the show. That's how But it's now be. I'm doubling down and making stupid mistakes. Like I picked the Knights last night. Yuck! Um, that was disgusting. That, that was. Yep. And we're going to get to that very shortly. That was bad.
3: Who did you pick? Broncos Souths.
1: Well, I picked Souths. Oh, well. Rightly so. And they're doubling down as uh, premiership heavyweights, aren't they? they? Are.
3: We'll have to chat we'll about that
1: We'll get to that soon. as well. Um, see, this is a perfect segue into what's coming up in the show. <laughs> well, I hope so. I tricked you all. And I'm actually happy. He was pretending the whole time. <laughs> huh? Drew Mitchell joining us after 11 o'clock. Former Wallaby at the Super Rugby Women's. Finals, Uh, tomorrow we're going to unpack that. And there's actually, he's named a couple of people he wants to see brought over from the NRL over to the rugby world.
2: Do you know what I like? Can
1: I tell you? How much money
2: do you think they
3: have? (laughs) A bit. There's so much going on in sport. We've got the Swans and the Giants. Yeah, local yeah, derby, of the bridge. A, derby. yeah, And then in the netball, which I am going to tonight, and I can't wait. I'm taking my girls. The Swifts are taking on the Giants. So, so much sport in Sydney. That's
2: I'm it. glad you say Derby, because
1: normally the Philistines from Western Australia say Derby. No, it's Derby.
3: It's Derby. It's Derby.
1: Ah, you're good girl. Also, <laughs> we've been arguing uh, ad nauseum here in the studio about who we would pick at number six uh, in the Blues, and we can't agree. So we're going to need your help in the next half an hour or so on 13353, okay? I never thought I'd say the one I'm going to say.
3: I've got a very strong opinion on this.
1: Okay, we'll get to it then. Uh, we want your strong opinions as well. You can call the show anytime, One triple three five three. the number. Sorry for wasting your time at the yeah. top of the show. You should It'll be. It'll get better.
0: Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. You ever
1: want one of those David
2: Byrne suits? No. You
0: know, the big... Big shorts.
2: old shoulder pads. Yeah, those huge suits. Back in the 80s. Yeah. That, well, if, that was just a normal suit back
1: then. Like
3: <laughs> he was wearing a normal up. suit.
2: Yeah. No, no, he used to wear like... Parachute pants. Parachute mm. pants, you know. Not like that. Oh, okay. But... Um, like Kanye West stole
1: the idea. He's an idea. About five years ago, ideas thief, oh, ideas no. thief. That's what I. He think. appropriates everything. That's right. Where's your ideal vantage point to listen What's to his that name song now? By the way, Yeezy.
3: That song that yeah. was just on. Yeah. Well, I was saying it kind of makes me feel like I want to have a couple of drinks so that I'm just a little bit happy, hmm. and then maybe just dance on a boat on Sydney Harbour okay. by yourself. That's, that's sad. It's
2: it's it's a few drinks on a boat.
3: Well, uh, okay. Well, where? Where are oh, I? Well, no, no, I just. Is there something that, wrong with that? No, mm.
2: well, probably. But, you know. We live
3: in Sydney, one of the best cities in yeah. the world. Why wouldn't I want to be on Sydney Harbour?
1: Jump on one of Richard's boats. One off. Yeah. I was on one on Tuesday. Well, yeah. Yeah, mate's boat. I bet. Best type. Best type yeah. of boat because you don't have
3: to clean <laughs> it.
1: Let's jump into some he footy. Loves uh Big night last hey, night. Timmy. It was a bit uh, unusual as these games were not close. Um, we'll start with the first one. The Eels taking on the Knights. Parramatta captain Clint Gutherson crossfrees for his first career hat-trick. Uh, the Knights were put to the sword. 43-12. to 12. We'll unpack that score in a second. It's disgusting. Combank Stadium. Uh, the Knights really should be embarrassed by that performance. That was well, horrific. I
2: think they were. They actually were quite competitive for the first quarter of the game. Yeah. And then that second half of the first half, the second quarter of the game, they were just unbelievably bad. And there were a couple of players on the field that, you know, one bloke there is getting the most money and appears to be making the least tackles. Mm. Um, and at, at halftime, they go in and Kurt Mann, he gets, he gets fingered for the whole problem. He doesn't come out in the second half. Yeah. And apparently nothing wrong with him. He definitely just said was you, made um,
3: a scapegoat. How can you just pinpoint one player? They are saying now he had some abdominal injuries, but what a load of rubbish.
2: Well, I'll tell you this. If you're going to pinpoint one player, if you're going to make an example out of one player, make it out of the bloke who's getting the most money in the team. Say, I'll stand down anybody in this team who's not putting in. And they, I can tell you, we all know who I'm talking about. It was Kalen Ponga. Yeah, I don't know how he was doing the press conference after it. He should have been too ashamed to do a press conference. It was it, an
3: it's, absolute it's disgraceful um, first half be- performance. Parramatta had ten line breaks um, by that half time, and you can't be winning a game if you're Newcastle Knights and you're missing sixty odd tackles in a match. I mean, no. that is disgraceful. You just can't be doing it.
1: And it's tough to discuss as well because. I think we all feel for Kalen and, and his head knocks. At the same time, you're absolutely right. He's getting paid the most amount of money. Uh, he was a turnstile on that left edge. There was one where he balked at Penasini. He just ran straight past him. That's not going to win you games. That's not conducive to your team winning games. No, and, and it looks like he's scared to make a tackle. And and the, and the young boy on the wing, the big tall boy,
2: what's his name the, the, with the dreadlocks? Dom Young, off yeah. to the Roosters.
1: Yeah. He jogged
2: down to a, a to a kick that... You know, he, and I think it was um, the winger for... You'll get it. The the Eels. Um, big guy. Good stuff. A big yep. guy Mike, in the NRL. Mike, Mike Acevo. Mike Acevo. Yeah. Mike Acevo takes the ball and just runs around him. Yeah. I mean, it, it, what they didn't even get a hand on him. The sh- sh- it's, the it's the hope.
1: It's the hope they've given the last couple of weeks. That's the problem. I yep. mean, they were great against Penrith. They were, you know, they should have won against the Cowboys. And then to put that display on...
3: Well, they've got the bye next week, so I'm sure they're going to be doing a bit of bit of soul searching, and then they host um, the Titans in round eleven. But the Knights have got to be better than that.
1: Really quickly, Parramatta, take a good, hard look at yourself in the mirror. What are they? You're 42 to 12 up, no field goal.
2: <laughs> it was a second to go. That's disgusting. <laughs> that's just
1: 43 you know that to is. 12. That's yuck.
2: That's just getting. That's just getting the Knights head pushing their face into the mud. And giving it a little bit of a grind.
1: I I once called out Sturlow on this. It's called an unnecessary uh, field goal or a Sterlow special, as I like to call it. Because I went back to 1990. His 1990 season, I said, you were potting field goals left, right and centre. He's like, well, at some point the game was close, even though it got away from me. So I said, explain this 23 to nil victory against the Knights, Sterlow. He said, well, I'm taking the piss You know what? (laughs) It might be some logic in it
2: too. If you can pot a field goal, have a few in a match so that that when you do need to do it, you've
1: had plenty of practice. Warren Smith loves a field goal. He won't shut up in 15 minutes from the end of the game. (laughs) But a
3: great bounce back from Parramatta who lost to the Broncos last week. So they turned it around and pretty impressively, Gutherson three tries, amazing.
1: That's it. All right. Uh, you're about a dummy half. Your, your boys, the Rabbitohs, uh, yes. they ran rough shot over the Broncos. A bit of an arm wrestle uh, at the start, but they really ran away with it 32-6. to six, so Broncos had them on the rack
2: early mm. on. They had them down, pinned down in their, their 20 and yep. were just hammering them, but couldn't
3: get across the well, line. Well, it was 12-6 at halftime. We saw Souths haven't been starting that well. We saw um, the captain going off early, Sinbin, but Campbell Graham, and I know I, I bang on about him, but... Unbelievable last night. He got a hat-trick, three tries, Luttrell Mitchell, a double. But it was Sousa's defense that was so yeah. impressive. We talk about how how great they are, that lethal left um, edge, how incredible they are when they get going with their attack. But it was their defense. And it was that try-saver um, that Luttrell Mitchell did that on Reece Walsh in the 62nd yeah. minute that, to me, just was like, wow, Luttrell is just – It was in round five when, um, after their loss to the Melbourne Storm, where he was heavily criticised about his performance and not
2: getting involved.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Now, that next four games that followed, including last night, he has been basically a standout, almost man of the match in every single game. And he's just, his form at the moment has been very impressive and his effort has just been outstanding.
2: Your defence, you're totally right about their defence. They were driving Hmm. the Broncos backwards, just driving them backwards in tackle after tackle. you know, and that, that's just commitment. You know, they just
1: committed to defence. And very very quickly on the game, there's a bit of breaking news this morning about some controversy. Uh, 14 men at the, on the field at one point for South. That, yeah. That'll be looked at.
3: Well, the Daily Telegraph have reported that um, an extra man was on the field for two to three plays, about 30 seconds while in possession when the score was 22 to six. Brisbane was down to 12 players at that time with uh, Herbie Farmworth in the sin bin. Now, the breach is considered minor, however... Um, meaning the Rabbitohs are not expected to be docked competition nah, at points. A
1: little fine, maybe. Yeah, perhaps. All right. Candace Warner, Richard Friedman,
0: and Brendan Anakin. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple
1: M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. Here's a name uh, you won't, you or you haven't uh, stopped uh, hearing over the last week or so. Jack Whiten. The tussle for his signature, it is over. Confirmation he will be a Rabidoo next season, Candace.
3: Brilliant. I think I, I'm assuming that he's going to play that left centre role. Mm.
1: Um,
3: what do you do with Isaiah Tass, mm. who last night also played really well, um, but. Congratulations to the Bunnies. We know that also that the, the Dolphins were after him. They offered a, a four-year, $4 million contract. but Isaiah isn't any...
2: Tass isn't the Bunnies' biggest problem there, mm. I don't think.
3: They don't have any problems. Well,
2: no, they don't. Right at this point in time, they don't but
1: this is what the NRL are going to do, isn't it? They're yes.
3: They're going to investigate.
1: They're going to investigate the deal because, uh, well, the Raiders have got sour grapes.
3: Because they didn't get him. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, they argue that he's being paid well under his market value, which is illegal. And they're, well. A back-ended deal
3: is also suspicious
1: of, illegal. They're of how that
2: deal is structured. Yes. Yeah, but we
3: see that all the time now, that these top NRL players going from one club to another, another not necessarily going for the highest amount given to them. Yes. We saw that at the Roosters when cheese went there. Mm. Um, it happens now. People want to no, win th- a premiership. Th- don't say cheese.
2: 90% of the people out there don't know yes, who they you're do. talking about. Brandon Smith. Yes. I know he's cheese. Yes. But, you know.
3: Yeah, well, the, the thing is, he's into, he. He's not playing Origin anymore. He's um, retired from all representative football. He wants to. He wants to win a premiership. And if that means going to a club for... For less money, um, if he thinks that that's where he can achieve his goals and his dreams, then what's the problem? Yes, that,
2: that, that, I guess that all comes off the Rabbitohs, you know, press release that because that, that that, no, that is,
3: came from his manager Matt Rose. That, well, the
2: interest, same thing. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, may as well. Yeah, yeah, so so, but you know, they're suspicious that he is getting what he's worth. Yeah, some other way, I suppose. That's that would be the.
3: Well, maybe they just did it better than the other clubs.
2: What do you mean better?
3: Well, I'm just just saying, whatever you're saying. Whatever I'm thinking.
1: Sneakily. They did it more sneakily than the other clubs, perhaps.
3: I don't know, but. I don't know anything about that. I'm happy he's going there and.
1: (laughs) Look, I'm just a racehorse trainer. What would I know about that? That's okay, but I guess their their stocks are bolstered, right? They've got so many big names there, and so they're sort of navigating their way around the salary cap, and the salary cap exists to regulate the quality of player you have. And if you look at that roster next year. It is brimming with stars. Yeah, but
3: they've got a lot coming off contract as well. Like Keon Kalamantangi, uh, he's going to be off contract. Hmm. That's There's no so, guarantee so, that he's going to stay there. So then, just to be fair... If, Hang on, you need if, to bring this all up with Blake Solly. I'm just Jack a Whiten,
2: supporter. If Jack Whiten had gone to the Roosters under the same deal, what would you say about that?
3: I wouldn't say anything.
2: Uh, right.
1: Mm. Okay.
3: Yeah, but he's if he's fair made enough. his intentions, intentions clear that he wants to win a premiership... And that he feels like he can do it there, then so be it. Okay. Okay.
1: It doesn't excuse that the NRL auditors will be Let them. looking <laughs> looking Let them. at it and scrutinizing it. And will I'm you be sure. in the room,
3: Candace? Yeah, exactly. You're making out like I've got some pull at the, no. the bunnies. I don't, I just support them.
1: No, that's f- no, I just I think that South Spoken sp- like a true supporter. Supporter. They they're say. very myopic South supporters. Yep. Their club is the only club.
3: Yep. <laughs> Listen. He's <laughs> not Brendan Anakin, all right? When that's it, fine.
1: When it starts with listen, listen. I will that's when we go to a song. Candace Warner, Richard
0: Friedman, and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends.
1: And our favourite caller today gets $100 to spend at Red Rooster. There's a bit of everything in every Red Rooster mega box brought to you by Red Rooster mega boxes. The Rooster's calling you to try a mega box at Red Rooster today. Chance to get on the phones right here on 13353. Uh, we're about what, a month away from State of Origin. Uh, lots of rumblings about who should be in the Blues team. Uh, Often it's incumbency, but we're seeing a few bolters this year that I reckon, Candace need to be uh, in the squad. Namely, uh, Campbell Graham last night, a hat-trick. Surely he's got his his name uh, plastered on that centre
3: spot. Well, you'd think so, because he's also now the leading try scorer um, with 11 tries for this season. He's been impressive. All year. Mm. Um, he's been, and I think last night as well, up against Katoni Staggs, I think he got the better of him. Mm. I just think he deserves it. He's been in that sort of, sort of the, the origin squad, but never has, he hasn't made the field. So mm. I think he definitely deserves that. He needs a crack.
1: Uh, there is the argument really around the number six though, and that's what no one mm. can seem to agree yeah. on. The, the seven we've got nailed down. Our Nathan man,
2: Cleary? Yes, our man from Penrith has got that one stitched up. I think that's fair enough. Seven, six now. Do you put Nico Hines there? I mean, there's no one playing any better than him. Mm. And he could play six as easily as he could play seven. Would
3: mm. you
1: do that? I, that? That's what I would do, but I don't think that's what Kenneth Warner would do.
3: Well, I'm just thinking you need sort of have that chemistry. And I know that everyone's like, oh, yeah, but Cleary and Louis last... They were there last year and they didn't get the job done. But I still think it's really important to have that. Well, the fact that they know each other well. So I'm thinking if you don't pick him, then, and I know you're going to say, but South and South and South, and that's all you no, ever talk about. No. But what about Cody Walker?
2: Oh, South, she never talked about no, it. No, no,
3: listen, no, Be listen. Good. Listen to why I think Cody Walker
2: needs a crack. Please. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I would love to see Cody Walker. He's. Not just Get a playing
3: really well, but the fact is you've got, if you have Campbell Graham in the side, you've got Latrell Mitchell, you've got Damian Cook, you've got Cam Murray, you've got that synergy. And I think that at origin you need that. So look, I know a lot of people aren't sort of suggesting him there. It's, it's Heinz, 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 but Heinz could be 14.
1: No, I think you need two specialists, uh, specialist hookers. Uh, anytime we've had success in the Blues, you've had two specialist well, hookers. Who's
2: who Who are you going to be your two?
1: Cook and Coruscant. So well, that's that, what yeah, Andrew John
3: obvious. said last they're, night on they're, Channel they're 9. He, that's what he was yeah. thinking as well.
1: And I just, my contention with that, and I, I like Cody Walker as well, I think he's great. He's a great 5'8", Souths.
3: Well, if you have Coruscant, then where do you put Hines? You think he needs to be number six?
1: He needs to be number six, 100%. Well
2: is it be I mean
1: we're all amateur selectors. We like right to do thing. this for the cricket team too. And there's plenty of people listening that are amateur uh, selectors as well. Yeah. So we want your thoughts on yeah. 13353.
3: Brad Fittler, he has a real hard job ahead of him.
1: That's it. They're, these are the positions we need filled. We need center filled. we need the six field, we need the utility field.
3: What about Tommy Turbo? Are, are we worried about his form? Real worried.
1: Yeah. He's he, not fit. He he seems to be perpetually broken down. He's not playing this weekend either. One triple three five three is the number. Who would you put in these positions in the blue squad? Your center, your five eight, the utility. One triple three five three, the number. Hundred dollars to spend at Red Rooster for you.
3: That's good. The best caller. For How a wet you, weekend, jeez, that's
1: a big spend at Red Rooster. Huge. Bucks. They,
3: they do the best chips, yeah. Red Rooster.
1: That's probably a couple of trips there. <laughs> if you're spending a hundred dollars <laughs> in one go, can you spread it over a few trips? Yeah. Who
3: should be the Origin number six?
1: That's it. Uh, really? Who should be number six for the Blues? I mean, there's a centre spot that looks available as well, maybe a utility spot. Uh, but we're getting your thoughts on one triple three five three. You reckon Cody Walker, Candice?
3: Uh, Listen, I think should he be in should the discussion. Be in the discussion, most definitely. Yes. I, there's. Clearly, Nico Hines is doing some incredible stuff for the Sharks, but I think Cody Walker should just at least be in the discussion.
1: All right, let's get what you think on 13353. It just says B. Is your name just B? Uh, yeah. Okay. Hello, B. Yeah. Hi, B. <laughs> okay. Good on you, mate. What uh, What do you reckon?
4: Well, I think Nico Hines in the six, and then for the centres, Crichton and Luttrell, with Paul outside Crichton. I think they're just they've been too good this year to pass up again. But then on the other wing, Dylan Edwards. On a wing. On the wing. Yeah. He's played played wing in this career. Mm. The thing about Dylan Edwards, why I like him so much there, is because it allows you to put four forwards on the bench because he can play halves if Hines or Cleary go down.
2: Okay, I haven't yeah, thought about that. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. innovative. It is innovative. But no, no. it does open the coach up to say, you see, you played too many people out of position. Yeah, I don't know if you
3: Freddie know. will go with that, but it's worth a thought.
1: Certainly. Uh, we appreciate all your thoughts on 13353. Let's go to uh, Kate from Penrith. Uh, what are your thoughts on the situation, Kate?
2: Hi.
4: Look, I think Nico's playing out of his skin and carrying chucks on his back, but I worry that he's a dominant half, and how do you have two dominant halves? and it never works well when you've got two dominant halves in the six and seven. You need one eyes up putty player and one dominant player who runs the team, right? So it's hard to put him in six, I think. Okay. So who should be else, six, so. you
2: reckon? Who's your six? I
4: think Loi needs to stay six for the combo. But I think, um, yeah, you've got to put Nico in there somewhere, right? He's carrying that shark side on his back.
1: Okay. Well, that would mean utility, which means we lose two specialist hookers. This this is a, It's a conundrum. But could Nico not? He could probably fill in anywhere. Do you think they're doing this in Queensland too? No. Nah. They know their squad. They just, they just stick with what they, they have. They know there what they've got. Yeah. And they're going to give it a good shake this year. And I that's what well, they who's usually gonna,
3: do. Well, Queensland, who are they going to put as fullback?
1: As fullback? I'd have Reese Walsh.
3: Absolutely. The way Pong is
1: playing and with his uh, concussion concerns. But, you know, I'm not Billy Slater.
3: And who cares what Queensland is doing? That's right. No, we have to, to care what team. they're
2: doing.
1: We mm. have to care. And you
2: know what? Maybe coming down to this, you take the Queensland route. If, you, if you've got a, like six players
1: and you can't figure out, just go with what's tried and true. Okay, let's go to uh, Chris Ish. from Wentworthville. Uh, what position? Uh, you're looking at the centre because there is, you know, a bit of concern around Tom Travojevic. Uh, who would be your centre for the Blues?
4: Yeah, um, well, honestly, I would push. So, Latrell obviously nails down one centre spot and I would probably put on his wing. I know a lot of talk is but I would probably put uh, Campbell Graham on mm. his wing just to have that combination. Oh, And then on the other centre, um, I guess, I mean, if you want safety, maybe someone like Gato. I know he hasn't been the crash shot in origin of the past, but I think he's defensively safer than the other options we have. If you want X-Factor, Critter's also an option, especially with the Panthers' connection he has with the halves. Mm. But, yeah, that's, that's kind of the direction I would go. Who am I to tell Fittler what to do, though? No, so. no, everyone
2: gets to be an amateur selector. That's, that's right. That's the fun of the game.
3: Now, if say the Blues don't have success this year, which I'm not saying they will. I'm not putting the mock on them. Do you think Freddie might be time to go for Freddie?
1: Uh-oh. How dare you?
3: <laughs> no, I'm just saying.
1: How dare you? That was one <laughs> that Candace really? Warner. uh Brad? No, one I'm Candace so. Warner said that? I'm no, no, We're distancing I'm not, ourselves from this. No, I'm
3: just, yes, forget you I said
1: that. No, that's no, okay. you can't. I can't. I, I don't think so. I don't no think no one can. Brad. Yeah. I, think, I think it's tough. Like
3: there Who was would n- want that
1: job? Who would want that? There, there was not one similar answer on the Do phones. Do you know what? There would be 30 blokes who would want that job. That's no,
3: true. I don't think so.
1: And Freddie's perfect for it. I
3: know it. one who wouldn't, Andrew Johns. No. He's like, you could not pay me. <laughs> yes, you could. No?
1: Yes, you could. You there is. Everyone's, everyone's got a, got a price.
3: price.
1: <laughs> Kate from Penrith, our caller of the day. Today, $100 to spend at Red Rooster. There's a bit of everything in every Red Rooster mega box. The Rooster's calling you to try a mega box at Red Rooster today, Richard.
0: When talking sport, 24-7 is barely enough. Do you ever shut up? This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Unbelievable. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin.
1: Right now it's time for Richard's tip, uh, your best racing tip of the day. How'd you go last week? Nah, huh?
2: not so good. No good, no? Nah, nah, you nah, drew off the track and just things didn't go wrong. Right. Alan Border saw it go around. This is what he thought. I'm
4: disappointed. I'm
1: sure so shocked.
4: Angry.
2: <laughs> okay. I get owners like that every week. <laughs> uh,
1: you're going to cop not that anytime. Me though, yeah. Not me. Not <laughs> me. You will no, cop that. Not yet. <laughs>
3: I'm an. I'm a good owner.
1: You are a good owner. What uh, makes you a good owner?
3: Because I just I have no input. No, <laughs> I'm <just, laughs> a great owner. You love pay, that. I, actually, I pay the bills I, and I ask. I don't ask no, questions. Yeah, yeah, there no. you go. I have
2: no problem with owners, you know, being involved. I, I really don't. I, I think it's great. It's the only way to keep people entertained. But, but. Um, it just is a lot of pressure, you know. You've, right. You've got to deliver. Does it frustrate right. you though when they don't know what they're talking about, and you obviously no, do because you're a premier it trainer? it doesn't. It doesn't. worry me. Okay. Because it, you, you just know, don't do those it's things. It's part of. The, yeah, I just ignore it, but <laughs> it. It's part of the enjoyment is having a,
1: you know, having some input, having sure. some involvement. Well, I'm looking to. I'm looking to get involved very soon, Richard. Gonna, oh, no. I'm know. Oh, i going to be calling you at all oh, hours. I'll I, tell you that much. No, I'm not going to be like Anders. That's
2: good. It's a, it's a, <laughs> do do not disturb. It's a very, <laughs> very vital part of having a phone if you're a horse trainer. Aeroplane <gasps> mode. Your best tip of the day, Richard. Now, I'm going to go to race four at Rose Hill today. Okay. Now, this time of year, like the trainers and, and participants are kind of having a breather now. Mm-hmm. And the, the good horses have all gone to the paddock, basically, you know, or they are going to Brisbane. They're on their way somewhere else. But uh, it gives you a break because the first quarter of the year is just horrendous. You've got yearling sales every month, which take a lot of work. You've got the big carnivals, the autumn carnival in Sydney and in Melbourne. It's hard work. And now the lesser lights get their chance now. So I'm going to go to race four, number 10, Flag of Honour. Now, the reason I like him is he's good first up. It's first up today from a spell. And his, his best runs are in the early part of his preparation. James McDonald's taken the ride. Okay. Now, he would have got other offers in the race. Yeah. So he what race
3: number is this? Race, race four, four Rose right? Hill.
2: And I'm a little concerned about him drawing 13. It's a bit wide, but I just think it would have been a shorter price if he'd have drawn well. It's $5 at the moment. Wet today? Is that going to matter? I don't think it's going to get that wet. Okay. It's going to take a little bit of rain to get it wet, you know, and, and by race four,
1: might not be so wet. Who's
3: going to be its biggest challenge?
1: Oh, gosh. Valiancy. Which yeah, it's is, probably valiancy. Uh At the same quote. Uh, look, it's very rare you see um, James McDonald on a $5 pop. So, I mean, there you go. Race four, Rose
2: Hill. Whenever you can back James McDonald, generally a fairly good policy. Yeah, absolutely. Each way
3: or just on the
2: nose? Oh, $5 you can bet each way, but probably straight out. There you go. Gamble responsibly. So he's
3: sitting on the fence, no worries. <laughs>
0: Dead Set Legends. All the big names. Big names. I'd like to hear some more opinions. Strong opinions. Just be careful of splinters if you choose to sit on the fence. Imagine the splinters. Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin. 4 in 20. We've been
1: there for it all. Australia's original fan food. the
0: The Dead Set Legends. Player of the Week.
1: Yeah, that's right. Welcome back to a big second hour. Kicking things off with the 4-20 and 20 player of the week, looking around a sport in general, picking out our favourite player um, of the week. And this week we're looking at the NRL. Who have we got?
3: Yeah, well, we've got Nico Hines. Um, he can do no wrong on the field. They obviously had the great win on Thursday night over the Cowboys, but he's just shown time and time again that he's such a star off the field. Um you know, in the in the Cronulla sheds post game, he acknowledged the Green family, wife Amanda, and his their two kids, Emerson and Jed, before presenting his game worn jersey and medal to Green's kids.
5: I donate my medal
4: to you, and I
2: give my Jed to Emerson. Yeah, I thought that was a lovely, lovely touch. I saw that the vision of that on Twitter, and and. Um, You know, some pretty hard old players sitting next to him there just thought that was wonderful too. So That's right. Uh, He's every mother's pin-up boy, isn't he, at the moment? He is the one. Absolutely. You know, is he a good-looking boy, do you think, Candice, from a woman's
3: point of view? I think so. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. But it's it's the things that you're seeing that he's doing off the field that make him just seem like such a genuine... Down towards earth, which is the most important, and mm. and a really lovely yeah. man. Proposed
1: a mental health round as well, which I think the NRL should really look at as uh, also.
2: Yes, indeed. Um, who would be the biggest, the previous pinup boy, every mother's favourite, Cameron McInnes at uh, uh, at the Sharks? <laughs> Pardon <laughs> me, at the Sharks. Mm. Who do you think would be?
3: It wouldn't be Greg Bird,
2: not Greg, no, not no, Birdie, Greg uh, Birdie, not Birdie, not Birdie. Not Birdie not Todd Carney, a long, a, a, a long, <laughs> long second,
3: <laughs> yeah. but uh, uh,
1: Andrew Eddinghausen,
2: yeah, he's got him surely. It, Andrew Eddinghausen was the, the he just great looking bloke, lovely personality. I don't know.
3: Can I just say though, when we're talking about these players of the the week, the there was one who came a close second, and that would be Sam Kerr. Now she has. Um, just been announced as the flag bearer for the um the king's coronation.
1: Wow. There's a flag bearer. for Australia.
3: Wow. The Australian okay. flag bearer. Wow. So yeah, she's Didn't doing even know good there things. there was a flag. Well yeah. there is and you know now. I went wow. to say
1: wow, but I said why. and it's nothing to do with Sam Kerr, but I just don't understand why we've got a flag bearer at all. It's not like the Olympics. We're not marching a team. That's what I mean. But But I mean, good for her, and if anyone deserves to do it, it's her. Yeah, yeah, fine.
3: Yeah. There's only 11 Australians... Going and she's the flag bearer. Mm,
1: right, really? okay. Yeah. Uh, that's your player of the week, <laughs> <laughs> on Sydney's Triple M, Jeez. the Dead Set Legends. We're back with uh, former I can't Wallaby elbow, you know, carrying the flag. You'd probably drop it. Let's jump into some rugby. You can watch all the action from Super Rugby Pacific and the Super W semi-finals uh, with every match streaming ad-free live and on-demand on, on Stan Sport. It's the home of rugby to unpack the latest in the world of rugby. Joined now by former Wallaby Drew Mitchell. Good morning, Drew. Good morning. Thanks for having me.
3: Drewie, what a win for the Waratahs last night. It's only their third win for the season. Um, they beat the Highlanders by one point.
5: Yeah, look, Ken, it's always, it was a good win, but certainly a bit of an ugly game, it must be said. Mm. But, uh, I mean, a good thing for the Waratahs is they found themselves losing those those situations uh, this, so far this season, except for the, you know, the two other wins from um, before last night. But what it does do, it keeps them in touch with finals contention. It, push, it pushes them up to six on the table and uh, they need to start getting some momentum to finish out the season if they want to uh, push deep into the finals.
2: So, Drew, how do they get that momentum to to get into the finals? There's been some pretty average wins and quite a number of losses. Just how does that how is that going to happen?
5: Yeah, look, they've, they've lost I think, obviously a number of games, but those the games that they've lost, generally speaking, aside from last week where they had mass changes, but otherwise they've been losing in pretty tight contests, pushing some of the better teams. Mm. Uh, all the way towards the end, but unfortunately haven't been able to find a way, whereas last night they stuck in it and they got themselves in the right areas of the field and and after a you know, number of penalties and plenty of pressure, they, they found a way to get that win. So I think cohesion is certainly going to help. Like I said, um, there's plenty of changes, plenty of players returning from um, either rotation or um, enforced rest from the wallaby squad. So hopefully they can start getting some of those combinations back. A a number of players coming back from injury as well, which will help. But, uh, look, I think more than anything, last night will give them a bit of a shot in the arm in terms of confidence that they definitely need.
3: Now, talking about the Wallabies and and looking forward to 2027, where we'll be hosting the World Cup. Now, there's going to be a bit of a bidding war between um, New South Wales at Core Stadium. We've got... um, MCG, which holds twenty thousand capacity of twenty thousand more, and also Perth. Now, which, if you were to play in any of those stadiums, which one do you think should be hosting the final of the World
5: Cup? <laughs> Look, it's a tricky one because I know it's not necessarily. It's more about money, right? It's the yeah. governments that are bidding for it. But I'm, I'm a big believer that rugby union should be played on in a rectangular stadium. I think it's better for the fans, it's better for the players, it's better for the atmosphere. So. With that being said, I, I think, you know, maybe it's biased because I'm, I'm living in Sydney, but uh, I'd say it needs to be uh, held in Sydney. And it's just a better product for everyone. Um, I think sometimes in those bigger ovals, it's, I mean, you can be in the front row and still be 50 metres away from the sideline. So, um, I, yeah, look, I understand that there could be 20,000 more, 20, more people live at the game, but the biggest thing is broadcast, right? And the better product is, is in a rectangular stadium, and we've got to go with that. Yeah, but when
1: Deadset Legends Adelaide calls you, you're going to say Adelaide <laughs> Oval, aren't you, Drew? No, I thought so. Hey, um, the Super W semifinals tomorrow as well, all Aussie affair apart from uh, the Fiji team who are getting a run as well. Who do you see uh, sort of uh, battling it out in the final next week?
5: Yeah, well, look, it's, it's going to be a great afternoon of, of footy at Concord tomorrow afternoon. Fiji uh, Fijiana taking on the Waratahs women. Fijiana were the reigning champions from last year, but yeah. they've had a number of wholesale changes to their squad. So, the Waratahs will be definitely favourites going into that one. And then uh, another big game with uh, the Rebels and the Brumbies ladies going around as well. I think probably the, the, the Brumbies and Waratahs will find themselves in the final, but there's just so, many, so much great talent on display. I mean, one in particular, Caitlin Holt, she's a 16-year-old fullback for the Waratahs, and she's absolutely dominating the competition because someone of, of such a young age just got a really nice temperament. She's got great skills and uh, certainly one to look out, out for tomorrow.
3: Now, we know that Union have got Joseph Sualee, and there's talks of um, Payne Haas being approached and there might be some interest there. Now, as a former player, what are your thoughts on um, Union poaching the league players? How would you have felt as an up-and-coming player if they brought in a league player and took your
5: spot? Well, you know what? It it has happened to me. I mean, I I was playing in the era era when Roddy Kikiri, Wendell Saylor, Matt Rogers and those guys came across and... Look, ultimately, what, it, what it's about is the Wallabies is the greatest representative team that we can play as a rugby player, in, as a male rugby player. So, look, if, if that means that, you know, they pick rugby league players and they come over and they're better than you, and that, then that's just, that's just the way that it goes. You shouldn't be handed a, uh, a, a jersey of the Wallabies team just because you came up through the ranks. If you're the best, you'll get the gig, and if you're not, then you're just going to have to keep working at your craft. But I understand there's some frustrations. I understand some of the money... It's pretty big for someone that hasn't played the game. But ultimately, um, it comes down to who's the, who's the best on the field. And You know, if, if you grew up playing rugby league and or you, you're playing your trade playing rugby league now and you come across, then, uh, you know, it's just up to you to put your best case forward.
3: If you could see any league player come across, um, is there one that hasn't been in discussions? Who would you like to see, a, a league player, who would you like to see in the Wallaby side?
5: Yeah, I mean, look it's a tough one because not too many forwards have come across to Rugby Union and been able to play in the forwards just because there's too many uh, nuances around the set-piece line out, scrum and that type of thing. So normally we see any forwards that come across play in the back line. So I think it's probably limited to back line players if they're going to make a real impact. Uh, and maybe just some of the the guys playing in the halves, Nathan Cleary, the Cam Munsters and those guys that um, you know, are able to to steer their teams around, put them in the right areas of the field, but also come up with some some, uh, you know, some plays, intuitive plays that they need to play what's in front and uh, and take those opportunities. So probably those two, I'd say, would be at the top of the list.
1: Over my dead body, Drew. I'm a Penrith <laughs> fan. Yeah, <laughs> Get your mitts off my Nathan Clearing. Um, we know you've got a flight to catch. Where are you off to? You, beautiful Sicily. What's going on?
5: No, I'm just I'm just avoiding the rain bomb here. I'm in the Qantas Lounge now, flying up to Brisbane to cover the, the Reds versus the Force game tonight. Which will uh, also be
1: on Stan. So. Yes, the Sicily of Australia. Okay, well, you enjoy <laughs> that. Catch all the rugby action on Stan. We'll uh, catch you later, Drew
5: Mitchell. No worries. Thanks very Thanks much, Drew. guys. If it happened overnight,
1: you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. You got some scores for us, Candace Warner.
3: Yeah, well, round nine of the NRL kicked off on Thursday night. The Sharkies absolutely demolished the Cowboys 44-6, to 6, mm. and last night... The eels, well, they were just too strong for the knights, forty-three to twelve. And the Rabbitohs, well, they beat the 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 the, the lead L- Latter leader. Latter leader. Latter yeah, leader's just, it's hard to say. Much. They gave
1: them a belting. Yeah, they did. They, Arm wrestle at the at the start though, but they well couldn't they, go on with it. Well, that,
2: that's even more to the credit of the Rabbitohs. They yeah. were under the pump, under the cosh.
3: Broncos did have a few out. Obviously, Payne Haas and Ezra Man weren't there. And there's some great games today. The Raiders will be taking on the Dolphins from three pm.
1: Raiders Dolphins, who are we picking? I, I just
2: can't have the Raiders at the moment. Yeah, Dolphins. 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 Yeah, nice.
3: I think Jack White will be will be desperate to have a really good game though. Mm. So I think look out for him. And then later today, it was Sea Eagles be taking on the Titans. What do we think there?
1: Oh, I, you know what? I reckon the Titans might be Smokies. They yeah. need to bounce back. That's a tricky one for your your tipping comp.
2: Travoy is I, out. I, I know, but I'll go Manly.
1: Okay.
3: And then tonight, I think your um, Penny Panthers are just going to be way too strong for the West Tigers.
1: Yeah, but Ooh, that yeah, no, convincing. we've struggled in the past and, and there's a few ex-Panthers that, that will turn it on uh, yep. that are playing for the Tigers. Now, the I went out to the West Tigers
2: this week, Yeah, out to their s- new center of excellence mm. and Justin Pasco kindly showed me through and my son Will. Staggeringly good, mm. really good facility. Boy, there's some pressure on those players now. Yeah, now they have the <laughs> yeah. best
1: facility they could possibly have. Should be out a, there. Should be a good game. You can hear all those on the listener app.
3: Um, in Sydney, the in AFL, the Sydney Swans are taking on the Giants at the SCG from two ten.
2: Yeah, look, the Swans should win that. Buddy's back, and they got Tom McCartan back in the side too, who is very important because they have lacked size down the back. And and with you know the McCartan brothers, when they're both there, it's they've got the size, but. They've had both of them out. And they'll so. want
3: to bounce back from their really embarrassing loss to Geelong last well, well, week. Well, they
2: just got caught. They just got no size. They're the big Geelong forwards. They're giants. Yeah. They're just marking over the top I of the little I think Geelong defenders. in that first
3: quarter, they're, they're just way too fast. And the Swans do have a lot of injuries. They've got, last week they had nine out. I'm not sure how many they've got back this week, but I think, is Buddy back?
2: Buddy's back, yeah. Buddy's back. But Buddy hasn't, look, Buddy hasn't been setting the world on fire, let's face it. Not no, this season. but he's
3: got the ability to. Um, and in netball, the Swifts will be taking on the Giants tonight out at Olympic Park. So that will be set to be a great game after the Swifts won last you're
1: week. You're off. You're off to the netball. I'm
3: going. I'm taking my two daughters out to, to watch a netball for the very first time. And it's going to be my first netball match as well. So You've one of never the... watched a netball match? Not uh, live, no, Not no. live.
1: It's unreal. One of the drunkest I've ever been <laughs> was at the netball. I had that a wonderful charming. night. Charming. It was a double header up in Queensland and my god we had a great and, night. And and how did you end up going there? Did, was it your idea or Yeah, no, it was a work thing. Um I used to play netball, obviously. Uh, I was goal attack. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: of course. And I enjoy the game and I enjoy alcohol and we had a and I fused the two and it was wonderful. Yeah. And Sounds of course
3: good. the A League Women Grand Final between Western United and Sydney FC is on tomorrow from 4pm at Combank Stadium.
1: Great little narrative with this one. Sky Blues in their sixth consecutive grand final. Western United in their inaugural season, challenging for the Cup as well. So this will be great. Get out there uh, and support women's football.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Candice Warner, Richard Friedman and Brendan Anakin, the Triple M Dead Set Legends.
1: Yeah, that's right. And we are very proud to support Make-A-Wish, World Wish Day. It is today. If you could wish for anything, what would it be? We're at Blue on World Wish Day Today and raise money at your workplace school or club. Makeawish.org.au. Rusty's motorsport update for Bendix. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. And now joined by our great mate Greg Rust from the Rusty's Garage Podcast. You can grab it for free on the listener app right now. He is with us. Good morning, Gregory. Does anyone call you Gregory anymore? Your mother.
4: If my mother calls me that, I'm in deep trouble. <laughs>
3: Gregory, Gregory, <laughs> Rusty. The supercars are in Perth for round three now. David Reynolds, he was fantastic in practice, but was the champion having a bit of a struggle?
4: Good spot, yeah. So he had some issues with the the gear shifter and the brake bias. So it was a bit of a juggle for Shane Van Gisburg and just kind of like a like a frustrating session for him, but. You guys know what that Red Bull crew are like. They'll get on top of that. So Reynolds ended up with the fastest time. Brody Kostecki, who races for the Erebus team and is currently the points leader in the 2023 championship, ended up third fastest. And that's a great little venue that just just north of Perth, a place called Wanneroo, and we'll get some good racing there over the weekend, I reckon.
2: You know, I'm fascinated with the Shane van Gisbergen circus. Beautifully said. You know, when it comes to supercars with him, there's always something going on. But is is he? Is he going to drive NASCAR?
4: A little bit of noise about that um, this week. And, and Richard Hart says, I oh, would love to see this happen, right? And I think we've talked about it on the show before. When he goes off and he does these other things that give him a little bit of a buzz, you know, when he's done sprint car racing and gone off and competing. Rallying. rallying. Yeah, exactly. And he's done a super job at those, of those things. So he, he says squarely that the focus is absolutely on supercars. And he, he is fired up at the moment to bounce back from all the drama of of, um, of Newcastle. Does he
2: create right. drama or does drama follow him around? Are he always His no, name
4: I, is always I, in the news. I, I think he's just one of those guys who's not... Uh, media isn't massively his thing. He does do it. He, he admitted to us after what happened at Newcastle that he probably needs to do that stuff better. But he just does his thing as a champion in a different way. Not mm. all of them as we've said, made a media darling. Anyway, to answer your question, I don't know that if the, if this ever happened, that he would necessarily do the banked ovals. It would be sort of road course stuff. And I reckon he'd be damn good mm. in it. If the, uh, if mm. the planets aligned and the diaries aligned for him to get that opportunity.
1: And the F1 is back in action this weekend. Oscar Piastri. Sorry. How, how would you say it, Richard? You like to put a bit Oscar. of pepper on it. No, no, he's just Oscar Piastri. I said it better. <laughs> looks like he's kept the uh, Melbourne form going in qualifying overnight.
4: Yeah, well, he picked up his first points, um, as you say, in Melbourne there a few weeks ago. They're in Azerbaijan this weekend. Both the McLarens have ended up in the top 10s. A slightly different format here. We have a sprint race on the Saturday, but both of them have ended up in the final part of qualifying. So that's really positive with some upgrades there. Charles Leclerc got the fastest time for Ferrari from Max Verstappen. There's been a little bit of noise this week, too, that Charles is linked the Mercedes-Benz. Now, now Lewis Hamilton says he's not preferred by that, and most believe that Murph will re-sign Lewis. So there you go, guys.
2: I reckon Oscar. Oscar's not a good name for an F1 champion. He should just be Aussie Piastri. Oh, nice. You know, just drop the...
3: Oh, but what about Aussie Oscar?
2: Oh, really? well done. That's really? Aussie <laughs> <Ozzie> Oscar, nice.
1: <laughs> Aussie Ostrich. See, now you're getting silly. <laughs> no, we won't have silliness on this show. Not on this show. Uh, we do it all thanks to Bendix Breaks, not the silliness this segment. Put your foot down with confidence. We will speak to you next week, my friend. Greg Rust.
4: See you guys. I got a lot of problems. Oh, yeah.
1: Your
4: no. <laughs> now you're going to hear
1: about it. Um, Richard's List
2: of Grievances. You were trying to get out without doing this, weren't you? Go on. What's wrong? I was at a pub the other night. Oh, okay. Yeah. And thanks I just, for the invite. I think you were in a five-star hotel in India, by the way. Mm. Anyway.
3: Okay.
2: <laughs> um, I'm sitting there. Blake gets me a beer. I think I can't put up with this anymore. What's wrong? Craft beer. Oh. Craft beer. I don't like craft beer. Why is that? I hate craft beer. Why? Why? Because they taste the same. No. They, no, they they, don't. they all taste the same. They all have that taste that, that I don't like. And, and other what's people I what's see that taste? Enjoying, oh, what's Oh, this taste? is a good craft one. This one, I said, tastes just like that one over there. Uh, that's... I, don't... I reckon at the pub, you know how mm-hmm. they've got the, the taps, about 18 of them lined up, all different craft beers. I reckon it all goes to the one keg.
3: Well, that's you... whole... a hell of a
2: conspiracy. All that
3: <laughs> this is sounding like to me is you haven't tried a good one. Yeah. I've tried The right all. one. Now, if I could recommend one. Yeah, go on. Have you tried... St. Andrews Beach Brewery. Oh, that's
1: interesting. Yeah, that's have you tried?
3: Because there's so many different ones that you can try. Just, just so,
1: you know yeah, what? No, no. what you know what journey. I'm going to do is involved with it. No,
3: next week I'm going to bring in. I tell you what to bring in
1: from me. You said that months ago. Eight too. different yeah, beers. Yeah, you're you're not,
3: not bringing in. in and any you can try them in. Right. You can try them uh, all. I'm here. old school. You know what beer I like?
2: Two is old. What is the king of beers from the 80s? You
3: like a beer? KB.
2: No, you like that's any the beer 70s. that someone's oh, buying. Okay, for you. crown lager. Oh the oh. crownies the best beer. The top of the VB keg. It should, <laughs> it should come, it should come back Do you know in what I'm picturing
3: way? right now? Is you with a crown lager in your hand with your pink cashmere sweater wrapped I, around your I, shoulders I don't even own at a one. game of the Ra I don't know. Yelling I do
2: own cashmere staff. sweaters, but <laughs> I don't own pink ones.
3: But yeah. <laughs> but the, in all seriousness, yeah. so I'm gonna bring you Crown some, crown, crown Lager is
2: the king of beers. Followed by the Rescious Pilster. I love rashes. See, you'll love a crownie. Go, go back to a crownie. Have so, a is crownie. this more
3: about how good Crown Lager is, or the fact that you don't like craft, ah, beer? craft
1: beer? Would you like to be a brand ambassador, perhaps, yes! for Crown
3: Lager? Good call, Brendo. I mean, that
1: was <laughs> a, a grievance a couple of weeks move ago. Move on from that. <laughs> that. That did not go down well. And we'll that move on a from this. A bit of strife. Uh, wonderful work, everyone. If I do say so myself, we'll uh, catch you next week. Have Crown a great Lager. weekend, King yeah. of Beers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>